Hi guys, welcome to In Our Community Podcast, where we interview ordinary people doing extraordinary things in their communities. I'm your host, Coach Hitty from Resurrection Movement Studio. On episode 23 of this podcast, I sat down with Abby Kremzer, the owner of the English Garden in Danville, Pennsylvania. We talked about the history of the English Garden and why she loved what she does, as well as the struggle she faces as a retail store in today's technology-driven world. Guys, if you live in Danville, Pennsylvania or nearby here and you've never been to the English Garden, you guys are missing out. I hope as you listen to this podcast and maybe after you're done listening to it, you go visit Abby and her staff at the English Garden uh, to get some gifts for your loved ones or for even for yourself. Listeners, don't forget to subscribe to our show and make sure to give us a five-star review on the iTunes. Let's get started. Today, I am sitting across from Abby Kremzer from the English Garden. Hi, Abby. Hi, Hitty. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me. I am so excited to have you here. You have been on like, I have a list of people who I really want to interview and you're on that list. So wow. thank you for joining me. That's a surprise. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So tell us a little bit about what you do and let's get started from there. Okay. So I own the English Garden in Riverside. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, I guess I'd call it a gift boutique. It's kind of hard to explain sometimes in a nutshell, but um, we sell a lot of home decor, clothing, jewelry, gifts, that kind of thing. So mm. it's just something I love doing and I've been blessed to be able to, to do. And so. I love your store. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> I don't go in there too often, but I, every Christmas I try to get at least one thing from there because I love yep. supporting local businesses. Thank you. <laughs> and if I need like a, a gift idea, usually that's where I go to yeah. kind of find it. So it's a very, very unique store. I want to know the history of how you started how this came about, how you got so big, because everybody knows where the English Garden is. (laughs) Well, it's kind of a long, I'll give you like the abbreviated version, but um, so my parents had a store the whole time I was growing up, so Mm. um, they opened the Village Sampler before I was born, Um, and that was in the train station in Riverside, and then that that big tall brick house across the street is where I grew up. Oh, wow. Um, So we lived on the second and third floor, and there was a store downstairs, so... Retail's kind of in my blood. Like I would wake up in the morning and go downstairs and just hang out with whoever was working, you know, when I I wasn't in school. Um, So Mm. I always loved it. Um, I went to school, though. I went to Messiah College, um, majored in math and statistics and had like completely different plans. (laughs) Um, So I was headed possibly to grad school um, right before I graduated. Um, I was kind of unsure of what I was going to do because I didn't love I majored in math because that's what I was good at Uh and I wasn't sure what else I would do but um I didn't love working with it um Mm. so I was kind of you know just torn like what am I going to do with my life so Mm. right before college graduation I was actually diagnosed with cancer so I came back to Danville (laughs) to be um, treated at Geisinger yeah so it was very um curable kind of cancer obviously because mm-hmm. i'm still here so it yeah. was hodgkin's um lymphoma okay so um i came home kind of just like thinking i was going to be here for the summer or maybe for a year um and started helping my mom with the store mm-hmm. just because i needed something to do mm-hmm. and realized how much i really loved it so um mm. at that point my mom was kind of ready to be done and mm. um she was offered another job and so i took over so graduated in 2001 and ended up taking over the store from her in 2003 so wow yeah so completely not what i planned on doing with my life yeah. but it's pretty amazing how 
God, you know, takes your plans and yes, rearranges absolutely. them. <laughs> absolutely. And, you know, does what's better. So So the store yeah. that your mom had, was it similar to what you guys are now? Um, in some ways, yes. It was, I mean, she started back in the 70s. So that was mm. kind of um, before the rise and fall of malls, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So she was kind mm-hmm. of a, a very typical country store. Um, you know, a lot of home decor. She didn't have clothing or anything like that. So, mm. um but it's just kind of evolved over the years. And then she had actually closed for a short time and worked at Country Cupboard in Lewisburg as a yeah. buyer. Uh-huh. And then when she reopened is when she changed the name to the English Garden. So oh, so your mom a, actually named the store. Yeah, she did. And she's a gardener. I am mm. not. I have a brown thumb. <laughs> so I wish I had her abilities, but I don't. She's tried to teach me, but I'm still not. I don't quite get it. <laughs> huh. I still tend to kill a lot of stuff. But um, <laughs> So the English Garden is not necessarily a good fit for mm. us right now the name but you know it's yeah. we have it and we're kind of branded so we stick with it gotcha, so a lot of people gotcha. call though and ask to if we deliver flowers to the hospital and we say no <laughs> yeah i uh, i wonder so, where the name came from do you yeah. know the origin well, of the name my mom she's just such a great gardener and she's always wanted to go mm. to england and see you know that's just kind of her dream and um you know she just loves that style so mm. yeah. very cool well yeah. now it all makes sense cause yeah it's like it's a name of the store. And I'm like, wow, that's a really unique name. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you know, it, to yeah. hear the story of how the name came about, what it has, you know, that's yeah, gives more meaning. Yeah. So that's very, very cool. Now, when you started, did you know anything about running the business? Not really. I mean, I had a lot of, well, I shouldn't even say a lot of experience, like waiting on customers, because the time that my mom was closed and worked at Country Cupboard was my high school years. Mm -hmm. So probably when I would have been more helpful. I mean, I can remember as a kid hanging out at the store. um, I always kind of attribute my math ability to the fact that by the time I was probably like six, I was counting out change to customers and stuff, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, not that that's high math, but, (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, yeah, yeah, it kind of gave me a start. Right. So, um, so I did that kind of thing, but, um, you know, probably when I would have been more involved, the store wasn't open so and then when she reopened again I was in college so I wasn't home so um gotcha. really my mom's just kind of trained me you know and you just kind of figure it out as you go <laughs> that's awesome yeah it's very very cool now when did you guys move from the I guess you're talking referring to the Shade Mountain is where yeah the, where the Shade UC? Mountain is now uh-huh. yeah my husband and I own that um building we bought that oh, for my cool. mom actually right before we decided to expand wow. um so we rent that to them and um we moved over to um our current location in 2012 so oh wow we've and been there a little over seven years before so it was buyer's paint and wallpaper huh. so yeah so um it was pretty cool it was a family that we knew for a long time and it was just a perfect timing but they were ready to retire and not quite sure what to do and we were looking for a bigger space and it just, just worked right out great for street, yeah, yeah it worked out great for both of us so <laughs> That's yeah awesome. very cool yeah huh now i know it's like the technology is changing the world mm-hmm. and, then, and then you being in the retail what yeah. are some challenges that you guys are facing right now um well, you'll often hear me say at work when I'm somewhat frustrated, mm. I wish I could just open the doors and people, customers would just come in and shop. But I feel like there's so much competition. Mm. Like I spend so much of my day adding stuff to the website and working on social media posts mm. and getting emails ready and things like that. That, And I do enjoy that part of it too. Um, I love the technical part and the marketing aspect of it. But... Um, I mean, what I really love is just waiting on customers and talking to people right. and stuff like that. And I just feel like so much of the time I'm 
doing so many other things. <laughs> so, mm. but there's just, you know, there's so much competition. You've just got to keep working on it and kind of be mm. in front of people's eyes all the time. So mm. you can't let up on that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, your store is beautiful. I mean, as soon as Thanks. you walk in, there's, a, there's this atmosphere. It's so welcoming and inviting. Yeah. And even as a male customer, you know, like there are some stores that I would never go into. Like <laughs> Victoria's Secret. It's yeah. all pink. Like, <laughs> uh, number one, there's no reason for me to go right. in there. <laughs> but like it's mostly catered towards the female. I think your main clientele is this female yeah, audience. Yeah, definitely. But you don't get that sense mm -hmm. when you walk in. It's just like, wow, this is a really neat store. Offers a variety of different things. Thank it's you. It's clean and Thanks. elegant. Um, so it's you guys have done a wonderful job of. Thank you. Know, you. Doing that. I have some great employees and my mom who are um, really good at displays. So that's uh, not my strength. <laughs> there you go. I love to buy and sell and do the marketing and all that kind of stuff. But they are um, really amazing at some doing displays. So yeah, that leads me to my next question, which is, what part of the business do you enjoy the most? Um, I would probably just, you know, working with customers. Hmm. So, um, and I wish there was more time for that, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I love just building relationships. I love being in a small town and knowing people's names when they walk in the mm -hmm. door. You know, I love last week when Valentine's Day came and the men that come in that you know who their wives are and what they want and all that <laughs> kind of stuff. Like, that's what I love about, you know, yeah. being in Danville. So that's funny yeah. that you say that because every Christmas I am, um, you know, my wife always goes and look for gifts for her sisters and her mom at mm -hmm. the English Garden. Mm -hmm. And so I know all of them yeah, <laughs> and do. what they like. <laughs> so I usually send, you know, because Nicole works there, my intern, uh -huh. I send her a text and said, hey, if Corey's walking around the yep. store and kind of trying to seize anything that she likes, take mm -hmm. a note because I need another guy. And I then Nicole tells all of yet. us and we all follow Corey around the store and <laughs> <laughs> try to figure it out. <laughs> that's that's so yeah. that, that's the unique part of like the thing you can't yeah. get when you shop online. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. That feel of like, uh, you know, community and being able to yeah. ask for help. And it's so special. Yep. Yeah. So if, you know, if there's somebody that's listening to the podcast who's never stopped, stepped into the store, mm -hmm. how would you describe your business, what you guys offer? Now, it's your retail, right? Mm -hmm. So what kind of style, what kind of stuff do you guys have? Gosh. Um, so definitely a lot of home decor, um, mm. kind of um, a lot of sort of farmhouse style, um, very similar. A lot of people compare us kind of to like the silos, Chip and Joanna Gaines kind of style. Mm. I mean, definitely not nearly as big a scale as them. But, um, <laughs> you know, I have some friends who have gone there and said, hey, a lot of their stuff at their store was very similar to, you know, or some of the same brands mm. that you sell and stuff. So I think kind of that style. Um, we, we've really expanded our clothing though, because that has been really good for us. Really? Um, and I think there's, there's so few clothing stores around and all the malls mm -hmm. are, you know, closing. closing, all the big department stores are closing and where do you shop for clothes? And that's a thing that I think is really hard to shop for online. So, mm -hmm. um, that has been doing well. So we're trying to kind of revamp and give that a little bit more space too, just because, you know, you got to do what's working. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I mean, we still do a lot of jewelry. We have you know, Brighton and Vera Bradley are t still two of our, you know, top brands. So, hmm. yeah, just a good place to go to get gifts or whatever. <laughs> very cool. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 a very, very impressive that like a, a retail store in today's day and age, like you guys are thriving and doing so well in the community, yeah. has a great reputation. And, you know, it still is difficult, though. You know, I mean, oh, I'm sure. I would say. I'd use the term thriving lately. <laughs> so, you know, not not like we're going anywhere, but it's, you know, retail has changed so much in the past few years that um, it's hard. You know, it's there is so much competition from online 
um, mm. vendors that it's just, it is hard to get people to get in the store. That's, mm. we often say, you know, all we need is for them to walk through the door. Like, but yeah, that's the hardest thing, you know, yeah, like absolutely. we can sell them something if they just come in. But sometimes there's days where it's like, okay, where is everybody? You know, it's just, mm. it, you know, it's, it's a different world than we used to live in. So right. absolutely. There's so many opportunities and you know, so much competition. So, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, I, you know, we, f- we face similar kind of struggles too, cause there's online Do. programs all the time and, you know, there's so many more options out there available because, mm-hmm. because of the advancement in technology. Um, but you know, one thing those people or those things can't take away is sense of community. Exactly. You know, just stepping into mm-hmm. the store and being in the place and feeling that energy and getting that one-on-one instruction or like mm-hmm. that personal help. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know, think that's definitely what you, I mean, I haven't taken a class here or anything yet, mm-hmm. but from what I hear from everybody and how much they love it here, I think that's oh, something you have you. definitely mastered. <laughs> oh, thank <So>. you. <laughs> and I think you guys do the same thing. I mean, like everybody, as soon as there has never been a time that I've been at your store and at least two or three employees have asked, can I help you with anything? Yeah. With a big smile on their face, you can tell like your employees love working there. Yeah, they do. Being I'm there. very blessed with some awesome employees yeah. and friends. <laughs> we're mm-hmm. all, we're kind of a big family. So yeah. And I also love your music choice. That's Thanks. the one yeah. thing I noticed as we well. We like to always play Christian music and Store, so. yeah yeah I, I love it it's it's Thanks. so wonderful so it's such a positive environment and you're right like if people would just step into the store mm-hmm. they would see that mm-hmm. like what's so special about it mm-hmm. and we do try to really focus on things too that um that you can't get when you shop online you know like so we mm. always have free gift wrapping all the time mm-hmm. and you know try to do events and things like that to just offer that other aspect of you mm-hmm. know that you can't get and your wrapping is beautiful, by the way. Every, every, <laughs> every Christmas. Well, number one, the wrapping paper is different. But the way you guys wrap it is so much more like detail and yeah. like, so clean compared to like how I would wrap. There's something else I've been <laughs> doing since I was about five. <laughs> and even my daughter now is like is wrapping. Oh, so she comes great. to work with me and you know she can run the cash register and wrap uh-huh. presents. And yeah, that's so we're awesome. working on the third generation being trained. <laughs> there you go. That's yeah. awesome. Um, what were some like unexpected challenges that you faced ever since you took over the business? Hmm. Um, cause I'm sure it hasn't been a smooth sailing the entire time. No, no, definitely <laughs> not. I think, um, technology has been a big one for me. Like just mm-hmm. simple things. Like I can handle the social media and all that kind of stuff. Although mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like it's a steep learning curve and I'm 40 now and I feel like I'm getting to that age where I'm saying, hey, all those younger kids know what they're doing. You know, mm-hmm. let's let them do it. But um, that's where Nicole comes in great. Yeah, you know, your absolutely. intern who also works for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, so that's definitely, you know, it's been a steep learning curve for me. But even just simple stuff like um, computers, like, you know, we're not big enough to have a tech support person or anything mm-hmm. like that. That's all me. So yeah. replacing computers when windows 10 expires and you know just things like that like keeping up with all that kind of stuff and all the credit card processing and all those things that's mm-hmm. the part of the business that i really don't enjoy mm-hmm. I know <laughs> and feel mean. very kind of um you know just not i'm not able to do a great job at that right. so you know it's a struggle for me but um mm-hmm. other than that you know even you know sometimes bookkeeping and stuff like that can get annoying mm-hmm. but i wouldn't say i really dislike it i just Sometimes there's just not enough time in the day to I agree. feel like you're doing a good job at everything. Right. And it's hard to not like keep pushing those kind of things aside that you don't enjoy because yeah. there's so many things about the business that you enjoy doing and you yeah. tend to spend more time on it. Yes. But you also know like this little portion of things of the business that like you have to do, mm-hmm. but you don't want to mm-hmm. like taxes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there, yes. That's a good reminder. That is definitely my least favorite part. <laughs> 
<laughs> I get and that's it, looming like, over my head right now. <laughs> uh-huh. Exactly. We're in the taxis right yes. now. Yeah. I'm the same way. So I totally get it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. So, you know, if you could, you know, like if you could have, uh, customers in front of you, potential customers in front of you, what would, and, and then this is community members and, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, they just haven't had the time to check out your store or like anything like that. Mm-hmm. What would you want to let them know as a small business owner, mm-hmm. especially in retail? Um, I guess I'd like to just have people know that, well, number one, we're not a flower shop. We're not a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes people come in thinking we're a you restaurant. Get you know? Really? Yeah. Huh. Um, but um, I guess just, you know, check it out. Like we're not, you know, I think we have competitive pricing on, mm-hmm. you know, similar items. So, um, you know, good service, friendly atmosphere and everything, you know. So I'd say just, you know, give us a chance. Try us out, you know. I know so. for a little while you guys were doing the food truck Thursdays. Yes. Yep. We yeah. did. Yeah. And we were open till thir- till seven on Thursdays um, for the last few years. So we we did food trucks on Thursdays so that they could be there for lunch and dinner hour. Uh-huh. Um, and it went well. I don't know. You know, we have we have food trucks occasionally now. Still, somebody mm-hmm. will send me a message and say, "Hey, can I? You know, I have a free day. Can I come or whatever?" And it definitely doesn't hurt business. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure that it brought the crowds that I anticipated. Mm-hmm. So, and we are not currently open Thursday evenings now. We kind of mm-hmm. cut that back a little bit. Um, so, I'm not sure if we'll do that this summer yet or not. We haven't really decided, but mm-hmm. um, definitely kind of have food trucks sporadically there, just mm-hmm. not on a regular basis right, right. now. So. Yeah, I mean, we do food yeah. to truck Tuesdays too, and it's just yeah. like a good way to accommodate our customers. Yeah, and I think it works the great for them. Together. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure, it's it's convenient. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you have people, I think, parents who spend their evenings here a lot, exactly. right, waiting for kids, and, and then yeah. I feel bad because there's no like waiting room or anything. Yeah. So the least we could do is like offer food one night a week, mm-hmm. so then they don't have to rush back and forth. You know, I've always I've talked to several business owners recently about like how great it would be to have a one building where we can all reside, you yes. know, and then, so then it's like an, a one-stop shop for uh-huh. after school, yep. you know, maybe like have your retail on the first floor. So mm-hmm. they'll have to walk by the windows and mm-hmm. be like, Oh, I got to grab this on the way out. You know, it like would be amazing. Little and with a huge parking lot outside. Yes. So there was no parking issues or yeah. yes. I, I'm thinking like if enough, we talk about this enough times, mm-hmm. some investor will come into us and say It'd like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> or we can win the lottery. That's that the sounds other good. Yeah, Although you got to, play the lottery to win it so. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know and i keep yeah. forgetting to play it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so oh man well um so as as you're going through this journey of taking over the business and even you know i'm kind of backtracking a little bit mm-hmm. um did you ever fear like you might fail like did you have any fears of like we might this might not go well or did yeah. you ever face that moment like oh this might be it yeah i would say more recently i mean from mm. the time that i started um business trended up 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 you know mm. even until we moved into the new location and everything there's definitely a downward trend in business right now in retail um right. you know it's definitely you know we don't have as many employees as we used to mm. we've cut our hours back a little bit um and you've got to find that right balance because you don't want to cut back too much you know and and then people you know you're not there when people need you to be there so it's kind of hard Mm. to find a balance but um I mean right now I'm not fearful um you know there's definitely there are days you know when you have a really slow day in January or something and when like practically nobody walks through the door that you think okay am I am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing here? (laughs) Is this going to be okay? But then usually, you know, God is faithful. And usually the next day, you know, it's like, he's telling me like, don't worry, I got this. You're okay. 
and um, the next day might be, you know, we might be blown away by the people who come in. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, but definitely there are fearful days. Like, mm-hmm. am I going to be able to pay the bills? <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah, I think anybody in retail would be lying if they didn't admit to that. <laughs> you right, know? right. So. And so then my follow up question is, and you kind of touched on it, like, how do you combat those fears and what do you do to kind of. Mm-hmm. Well, definitely my that. faith helps. <laughs> right. And, um, you know, I have a really good support network um you know my mom has so much experience in retail so she's a good sounding board for me Mm -hmm. um my husband is super supportive would do anything to help me succeed um you know help us succeed even though it's my name on the business I mean his name's on the business card too I guess but (laughs) you know it's kind (laughs) of it was I had the business before I met him so Mm. you know and he has another job and everything but he would do anything to help me succeed um and my employees who are great friends, you know, like, I mean, if we have a down day, we put our heads together, like, okay, what are we going to do? Like Mm. we can dig out of this. And, um, so yeah, I mean, that's just, that's my support network. So that's awesome. I mean, faith is definitely huge. Right. And then Mm -hmm. the family and the friend support, those kind of keep you going. Cause Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, there's like this assumption that like if you own a business, you're probably really rich. And there is you that assumption, a, yeah, and that is right? so not true. Yes, absolutely. I <laughs> like 100% to set the record agree. straight. Yes. <laughs> yep, yep. It's definitely true. There's a lot of sleepless hours. A yeah. Lot of times, like you're just like worrying about the bottom line because yep. it's it's hard. You mm-hmm. know, like it's. N- <laughs> to start a business alone you have to go into the negative mode for the most mm-hmm. time or to hit zero to get started yep to recover from it takes a long time mm-hmm. and there's a lot of times you just wonder like um, am i going to be able to keep doing this mm-hmm. and, and sometimes like you just really need to rely on god and rely on your faith to get through those definitely do <laughs> so i can i can totally understand that and then i'm sure i'm sure in retail right now it's like really really hard yeah it is yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't want to be a downer. This, like, no, we're no, not closing no, no. or anything. We're no, not planning good. on no, going anywhere. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but just being honest, you know, yeah, it, is, yeah. it it has changed. It's not, you know, it's not just all up every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Now, actually, we're coming to the end of the podcast, Abby. Okay. This has been an awesome podcast. Now, I always ask uh, my guest to d- give a words of encouragement, uh, and you can take it in any way or any shape that you would like. And mm. you can have as much as five minutes on this subject. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not super feel, talkative. No. So. <laughs> <laughs> feel free to oh. just like, you know, to, you know, maybe to get the people to understand like, hey, like we need your community support. Yeah. I mean, support local that's is a huge thing, yep. you know, hashtag support local. Yep. So go yeah, ahead. That's what I'm thinking. So um, I guess if you've ever been in the store and heard me like get up on my soapbox, I have to be very careful that I'm not too opinionated on this issue, Mm -hmm. but I think it is so important for people to shop local, which doesn't mean shop at the English garden. That's not Mm -hmm. what I'm saying. I mean, we appreciate your business too, but, um, just shop local everywhere. You know, even if you don't live in Danville, Pennsylvania, just support your local businesses because, you know, like we said, we're not all wealthy, you know, Mm -hmm. we're just families, you know, struggling to make ends meet too. And um, I just feel like it's it's such a pivotal time in history right now where so many stores and businesses are closing because we aren't shopping locally. And, you know, I used to be more of a shop small person, and now I'm not even that specific. Like, I don't care if you go to Target or Bed Bath & Beyond or Old Navy or, you know, I would prefer if you go to a downtown store, but at least invest your money in a local community that Mm. is employing local people 
Um, I just think that's so important. I mean, so many, I mean, all of our department stores are gone. So many big stores. If And if they can't make it, I always feel like, okay, what is our outlook? You know, how are we going to make it when all these giant stores are closing? So I just see like, I wonder what it's going to be like even five years down the road, you know, mm-hmm. will we have a downtown? And I pray that we will. I mm-hmm. mean, I do see somewhat of a revival that people are starting, you know, and even in Danville, I love what the Business Alliance is doing. Um, you know, there there is somewhat of a, re- of a revival, I think, you know, with farmers markets and all the different things. And they're really bringing people together and um, kind of energizing us and everything. And I think that is awesome. And I just hope that um, even people who are have nothing to do with the business alliance or anything, have no connections to small businesses in town, will really kind of jump on the bandwagon and just start supporting local, whatever it is, local restaurants, local farmers, local stores, you know, anybody that is, you know, (laughs) doing anything local. I just think, I just think that's so important because I, I think in a few years, you know, if we don't do that, we won't have any options. There Mm -hmm. won't be, I mean, right now, like I have people come in and say like, where do you get a pair of shoes around here? Or where do you, you know, and there are some stores that sell selective shoes downtown. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we try to send them there, but if you need a good selection, like, where do you go? <laughs> you yeah. know, it's just, we just don't have, we don't have a lot of options because mm-hmm. we haven't supported it and it's gone away because it couldn't survive. So right. I would just encourage people like, okay, even if it costs a little bit more, you know, because we are not buying at massive volumes that, you know, the online people are buying at, so we can't offer maybe quite as good of a discount. Um, it's just so important because you're investing in your community. So. Right. I mean, you know, it comes down to from our perspective, like we offer this to the community and we offer it here because we love this community. Yeah. You know, we wanted to share our passion and love yep. and to love on our. This is our way of loving community. You know, like the form, the, the way we portray love comes in different forms. Mm-hmm. And the one way we do it is through our businesses. And, you know, I, I, I can say this for myself and I don't know about you, but like when we got nominated for the Business of the Year Award, mm-hmm. that nomination itself was like final finally feeling like okay like what we do matters Mm -hmm. like this is the 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 thing that we're looking for to know that like okay like we matter like thank god you know like it's and i mean it's i loved your post when you said it was like your community saying i love you back yeah (laughs) that was perfect yeah Yeah, that's (laughs) that's exactly how i felt and and you guys were so deserving of that award i wish we could have shared it (laughs) i mean like my outlook on that award was like oh we're not gonna win and we're up against the english i thought about you too (laughs) (laughs) but at the end of it like it's because we do what we do because we love our community Mm mm-hmm and it's and, and 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 to feel that love back through either just customers coming in through your doors or yep. through these awards means so much to us. It you does. know, it's like yep. we're not looking at our bottom line and be like, oh, if we hit this money, that's how the community loves us. That's not what it is. It's just like we sure we need that to survive because if we don't have that, we yeah. can't offer what we do, you know. But at the same time, it's just like being able to interact with the customers and and you know having those kind of interactions. That's what gets us up every morning and be excited to come to work. And, I, and, and I'm exactly. kind of speaking for you, but mm-hmm. no, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, and I usually am excited to go to work. So yeah, I love my job. I love 
getting to talk to people every day and everything. So yeah, that's it's awesome. a dream job. <laughs> now before I let you go, let's mm-hmm. plug your stuff in so then people can find out, you know, okay. what you're doing and all that stuff. Your um, social media accounts where they can find you online okay. store maybe. Yep. So we do have most of what we sell online. That's mm-hmm. a struggle, <laughs> but we try to get everything on there. Um, so our website, it's kind of annoying. It has hyphens in it. So it's the dash English dash gardencom um, and then we're on Facebook and Instagram at um, English Garden PA. English Garden PA. Is there yep. another English Garden? And there are other English Gardens. Several uh, of them. There's uh, one in California, and I, I forget. There are several throughout the country, though. So, huh. yes. So we are English Garden PA. PA. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just or like it, us. The we're English Arma- Garden with hyphens. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we're Armas Danville PA because yeah. apparently there's an Armas Danville somewhere else. Oh so. my goodness! Yeah, isn't That's that crazy? <laughs> Yeah, I know. So. so, yeah, but more than anything else, definitely go visit the English Garden. That's the best way to experience what they have to offer. Thanks, Eddie. Thank yeah. you for having me on, too. Yeah, thank <laughs> you so much for joining me on the podcast today. <laughs>